Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's another episode of Unfiltered coming at you right here and now. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast, good for you. Also, you can jump in Twitter, join the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern, get in the bio and get on the YouTube channel, get videos of all of our episodes. This episode number 97 as we sit on the eve of the MLB postseason. Let me remind you that football is back as always we're presented by Bet Online. They remain your number one source for all football betting needs this season. Latest odds, matchup info, player news and game trends. Continued source all sports wagering info. Bet online includes live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Fastest and easiest way to get your favorite sports and events, MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head over to betonline.ag. Get your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive all of your rewards. It's Bet Online where the game starts. And we get started. Welcoming in my good friend, former teammate. Of course, you can get him everywhere uh, from uh, MLB.com to uh, when he is uh, the insider at MLB Network and has to wear makeup. My good friend, Mark Feinstein. Hello, sir. How are you? I would have thought your, uh, your promo code would have been Believe with capital L-I. Oh, yeah. No. Well, you know what? I We're waiting until I'm hoping not to care about the Islanders season for a few weeks. <laughs> it, it, it'll yeah, well, be all based on how the Mets do, uh, whether or not I care about any of that. And, and let's let's start there. I'm just curious, just to just to look back, because I'm curious your take, because we've discussed this as the season's gone on. It fair to say they choked away opportunities in the in the month of September against some bad teams, but they didn't choke. The Braves took it. Is that kind of how you would encapsulate the division looking back on that? A hundred percent. I mean, you can say they choked that last weekend. All they needed to do was one game and they probably were the division. You had your three best starters lined up. It was all there for you to take it. Uh, so if you want to say they choked that weekend, I don't have a problem with that. To say they choked the 10 and a half game lead is silly to me. They played at a 96 win clip during that time that the Braves played at 116 win clip. So like the Mets played well, this wasn't like the Mets played under 500. And, you know, when we were talking about the Yankees, maybe blowing the lead, uh, you know, sort of the end of August and it was like, well, they're 20 and 30 in their last 50 and their 15 and a half game lead is now down to four, whatever the numbers were. You said, well, if they blow this division, that's a huge choke job because they went out there and after starting out like gangbusters, they just couldn't get out of their own way. And any win they had was based on Judge, which is why he should be the MVP. Different conversation. Um, but the Mets played well. The Mets played 95 win ball during those four months. It wasn't like they played poorly and just let a team catch them. The Braves played Better than the Dodgers. They played better than everybody. I mean, when you're playing a 114-win clip over four months, you won that division. The other team didn't lose it. I'm with you, and they look better than they did in 2021 when they won the whole thing. And with Strider healthy, which he hasn't been, they certainly are better than they were the Braves and the championship team of last year. Let's start with this this Mets series and bounce around a bit. Uh, you know, a lot of people are, are on the uh, bandwagon of, well, is, you know, Buck being cute? And, you know, if they lose game one, DeGrom pitches game two and all that other stuff. And I keep saying to anybody who listened the last 24 hours, does anybody not remember the blister situation and the two bad performances that DeGrom had and how important it would be if they could rest him an extra few days? How much do you think that this is much more about giving him as much time and, and hopefully maybe waiting to bring him back out there more so to give him the rest mark than trying to hold him for game one of a Dodgers series? I think there's a lot of that going into this potential decision. I like it personally. 
if the Mets win game one, Bassett's had a really good year. You send him out there for game two and try to wrap it up. Then you get to ground the extra rest, and you have him going games one and five, potentially, uh, against the Dodgers. If the Mets lose game one, guess what? You haven't done anything official. DeGrom can start game two, save the season, and then you turn it over to Bassett in game three. So uh, I like the decision. I think, you know, when you look at DeGrom the last few weeks, he hasn't looked like himself. And whether that's wholly the blister situation, whether that's whatever it may be, he's got a 60 RA in his last four starts. So uh, it's not like right now you hand the ball to DeGrom and there's a guaranteed win. Um, so I, I like the idea if Scherzer goes out there and does what he's supposed to do in game one, it gives Buck some options going forward. And a lot of homers and a lot of where you could tell that the grip might not be where it needs to be on that baseball, especially for a slider, which with his pitch is just lethal. The fact that he can even toy with just throwing that to a hitter with that fastball is all he really needs. And very similar, ironically, to before the resurgence of Edwin Diaz, his biggest problem when he was a Met when he first came over is he couldn't do anything with the slider. And regardless of how fast it is, if people know you're throwing fastball, obviously it's a little bit different. When you look at the Padres, you Darvish... Obviously, we know pitcher of the month. We've seen what he's done. Am I wrong to go back to the postseason days of past outside of one LCS game as a Dodger? Got the issues of whether or not there was sign stealing or not, right, in the World Series. Any question for you about Darvish? Does he need to kind of, you know, show up here and dominate to stamp the fact that he's not maybe a little bit of a postseason concern after some of what's happened in the last number of years? Well, I think anytime you have a player who has had these postseason struggles, there's always a question. You have to go out and do it before they say that you can't, right? I mean, go back to Barry Bonds. All those years, it was Barry Bonds can't do it in the playoffs. He's terrible till 2002 when he got the A-Rod. Series. Look at right? A-Rod, right? Yep. He had that one, that first playoff series as a Yankee, he destroyed the Twins. The first three games of that series against the Red Sox in 04, he was hitting like 600. He was, I mean, you couldn't get him out. From game four of that ALCS in 2004, until the end of the 07 playoffs. So you're talking about three and a half series. He was awful. And he developed this reputation of a guy who couldn't get it done until 2009 when he got it done. Six home runs, 18 RBIs, uh, you know, postseason Babe Ruth MVP award. And and he led the Yankees to the World Series. So Darvish has questions to answer. uh, But I think any player who has had those struggles has those questions to answer. And it's up to him to go out and do it. If he goes out and continues to pitch the way he's pitched, there's no game I'm looking forward to more in this round than Scherzer against Darvish. Yeah, sign me up, by the way, for that. Because great pitching matchups. No offense to the openers or any of that. With some of these series we've seen over the years, I'm still, I'm sure like you are, is kids at heart for this game. Give me the the neon lights of a dominant pitching matchup in a postseason. That's what I want to see. You know, when you put the the game up there, it doesn't say cleanup hitter versus cleanup hitter. It's a starting pitcher versus starting pitcher. That's right. You get two good ones up there who go out there and just do what they do. There's no more entertaining game in baseball. It's supposed to be difficult in the postseason. I want to stay in the wild card series for the most part today, but I want to ask you this one thing about the Dodgers quickly. I said before, and you know who knows, because as I tweeted today, if you pick chalk in predictions, right, then you, you've got no guts. And if you don't pick chalk, then you're an idiot. How could you think so-and-so is going to lose? We're wrong regardless. But I said even when the Mets were winning the division, that I thought the Mets or the Braves had a very good chance to beat the Dodgers in five games because the layoffs in this sport over the years have been an issue when teams don't play big games and they will have not played a big game for it. You could make a case since the trumpet series, which is way bigger for the Mets in that case than it was for the Dodgers. And that's months Dodgers vulnerable here. 
back into the bullpen injuries kind of laying free and easy team coming in with momentum, or is that too much to make about anything when the Dodgers are this good, Mark? How do you see it? I feel like an idiot saying they're vulnerable to anything because if you look at everything that went wrong with this team this year, doesn't matter. Oh, what are they squeak in with 91 wins? I mean, Max Muncy, terrible. Cody Bellinger, terrible. Bueller, Tommy John surgery, Craig Kimbrell, terrible. And yet they won 111 games. So it's hard for me. Now look, Tyler Anderson and uh, you know, some of the other guys out there, they have to show that sort of like we just talked about with Darvish. It's one thing to do it against the Rockies and D-backs and Giants all year, go up against the Mets, the Braves, the Cardinals, and, uh, and do it there with the, with the brightest lights on. But the Dodgers find a way to do it. And so I, it's hard for me to pick against them, given that you've got a lineup, even with guys like Muncie and Bellinger struggling all year. I mean, with Betts and Turner, and and uh, uh, Freeman, Freeman. Oh, I, sure. Just, you know this team, but they seem vulnerable it. somehow. It's well, still I'm going to be that idiot. Like, right? They seem more vulnerable than maybe a team that doesn't have flaws, but there is no right. team that doesn't have no. flaws. So no. um, it's going to be hard for me to pick against the Dodgers until I see somebody okay. go out there and beat them. Fair enough. Uh, let me get to that other wild card series in the National League. In the past, in, at least in my time covering the game, I've always felt like if you're not as good a team. You got to win with great high-end pitching and you have to play well between the margins, fundamentals, getting runners in, you know, at third, less than two outs, making the big play instead of the big unforced error. The Phillies are are bad at everything I just mentioned, seemingly like they are. We can make a joke about the Keith Hernandez thing with the fundies and hopefully Keith as well with his his shoulder surgery, but they really are atrocious mark defensively. They don't run the bait. They seem to make so many mistakes. I can't see a way that they're even in a three-game set, which I know is such a toss-up. I can't see anybody picking them. You see it differently? I mean, how do you kind of manage? If you're a Philly fan, what's the best-case scenario of how they can go ahead and do damage in October? Well, the best-case scenario is Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler going out there and just putting them on their back and, and shoving. I mean, that, that's that's the formula for the Phillies to win. Bryce Harper coming up with a big home run or two. Schwarber. Starting right. pitchers going right. You've got some power. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've got two starting pitchers who are as good as anybody in the league uh, in terms of a one-two. That's the formula. I mean, that's to me, that's the way they go out there and win. Will they do it? I have no idea. But I think when you look at, um, you know, the fact that they that they have those two guys, it's it's impossible to say that they are facing the biggest uphill battle that that they just can't possibly win. The Cardinals have, I don't even know how many times that both you and I have, and I'm sure you felt this way, been on the road and saying, am I really flying to St. Louis in the cold to go look at patios again? Every time where we don't think it's going to happen, I go back to 06, 83 wins, rest of the division was horrific, underdogs the whole time. The pool story makes you feel that it thing. You've got Arenado and Goldschmidt, and then I see Jose Quintana game one and Michaelis game two, and I just can't feel that way. Am I? Am I overstating, and I don't mean about the Phillies, but I mean doing damage, getting past Atlanta, having one of these Cardinal runs. Can they pitch enough, Mark, to have one of those St. Louis runs that surprise us in October? Well, I was going to say, you're just sitting here telling me the Phillies have no chance, and now you're questioning the Cardinals. Somebody has to win that series, don't they? That Um, series, maybe, sure, but I'm talking about Atlanta looming. I think the way St. Louis has played this year, there's confidence there. They feel like they have that sort of mojo thing going on with Albert and Yachty's last year, and um you know, Quintana has been fantastic since he's gotten there. Sometimes those those second half acquisitions that nobody gave a hoot about when they actually got made end up being great. I mean, Jordan Montgomery is sitting there. He's not starting either of those first two games. And he's been as good as any pitcher in the league since he got traded to the Cardinals. So 
Uh, can they pitch well enough? Sure. Do I think they will? No. I think the Braves beat them. I think the Braves are, you know, I think the Cardinals get past the Phillies. Uh, and I think the Me Braves are, are, you know, great. You talked about the Braves before being better than they were last year. Let's not forget that their best player didn't play last year, right? They have Ronald Acuna back in the lineup this year who was not there last year. That's right. You know, you've got Harris, you've got Strider. Oh. That team is is loaded. Dansby Swanson. I mean, he me, re- does Dansby remind you of like a like a to me is like very Chase Utley esque in terms of like, right like like not the same kind of play, know, but just do everything right, always in the right spot, big hits, Mark. Right. It's really funny that you said that because I was talking to one of my good friends the other day. I was a huge Met fan, and it was right after that Braves series, and he's like, I just hate Dansby Swanson. He's my new Chase Utley. That's exactly like, what he said. He said similar. I don't hate him. He said, I don't hate him as much as Utley because I really hated Chase Utley, but he's slowly getting there. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's a, a good comparison. But, you know, the Braves are just loaded. I, I think, honestly, the top four teams in the National League, assuming that the Mets and Cardinals advance, that division series round is going to be as entertaining as oh. the division series round as we've seen because you can oh. make a legitimate case for any one of those four teams to get to the World Series. And Correct. Pit them against each other. Uh, you know, not even in the LCS, but in the division series, you're looking at just uh, a potential for two or three really magical weeks in the National League. Playoff matchups matter. The bracket and the side you're in in this new format matters. Tell me that the following isn't true. Man, the Blue Jays look like they got everything you need to be that surprising team that ends up in a World Series. Oh, wait a minute. They have to place the Astros in five. I mean, I can't like if they're on the other side of the bracket, I think they could beat the Yankees. I'm not saying they definitely would. But how much are they kind of screwed by the bracket? When you look at Manoa, Gosman, Romano on the back end, the Springer experience, the young bats, all the things that, like, if you put together, Mark, like, how does a team surprise, right, after being inconsistent? They kind of got them all, and then they got to play Houston. Well, the way I look at it is you're going to have to go through Houston at some point anyway. So I think you got a better chance of beating them in a five-game series than you do in a seven-game series. Great point. So if you're going to have to, if you're going to have to beat Houston and go down there, and win a series, I always think a five-game series is easier in general. More, more over a seven-game series, the better team usually That's right. wins. In a five-game yes. series, you steal game one, all of a sudden there's pressure on the other team. Somebody, you know, pitcher goes out there a little tight, and all of a sudden you're up 2-0 going home. So, uh, you know, I think uh, the draw definitely matters. I think in the case of both leagues, you'd rather be the number two seed than the number one seed because I think Toronto is the most dangerous team uh, of those four, I think they're very dangerous. The first round, and I yes. think uh, you know the, the the Mets are the most dangerous team uh, of that you know of that uh, of the National League's first four. So those two teams win, they're going to face the one seeds, and all of a sudden the one seed would sit there going, kind of rather have Cleveland or the Rays or that's right or St. Louis or the Phillies right now, but it's not the way it works. No reseeding in baseball, so you're going to have to beat the best teams to get there. Go do it. Yeah, I'm with you on Toronto. I, I they they got all the makings of yeah. I could buy. I love Manoa. I'm I'm a huge, oh, I, he's going to dominate. You, I, he's gonna I was at great. the All Star game this year, and I was standing in the American League clubhouse, and I'd seen him pitch. When you're watching from the press box, you don't quite get a full sense. Of oh yeah, how big a guy he's a is. dude. He is a dude. He is a tank. All of a sudden, I looked. I was like, who is that guy? He just had a T-shirt on. And I saw him walk to his locker. I was like. Oh my God, he's huge! Yeah, he's. A I huge would not want to be standing and intimidating. In the box. He got that Clemens thing with him, Mark. Like he's intimidating, 100%. right? Reminds 100%. me of like Roger in that respect of like you know of just he 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 there to he there to eat you, not just beat you. And, and I yeah, love now, to me those guys succeed in October. 
I will say this. I'm picking Seattle to win that series because I just Ooh, love what they have going on. Okay. Uh, Castillo's been a great acquisition. He for has. Them. Their pitching's are really good. Julio Rodriguez is the next great star in this sport. Yes, um, and I just think they've got something going on. And uh, I don't love Toronto's bullpen aside from Romano. Yeah. Um, look, the, the Blue Jays go out there and beat him in two and make me look like an idiot. It wouldn't be the first time that I've made a bad prediction uh, going into a postseason. But there's just something about that Seattle team I really like. And I think Seattle is one of those teams that if they get past Toronto, Houston doesn't want to see them. I don't care. They they're very familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Division not scared. The playoffs are not always, afraid. You know, there have been years we've seen the Yankees play the Rays or the Red yeah. Sox, where the Yankees were clearly the better team, and it was just like, oh boy, this team knows how to beat them. They know how to beat their closer. They faced, uh, you know, in Seattle's case, they faced Verlander. They they know what they're looking for here. Um, I think uh, I think that Toronto Seattle series is going to be really tough. You know, I look the Yankees. If they want to do anything of any kind of damage, a Yankee fan can't be worried about the Guardians or Tampa Bay in terms of you're trying to go deeper than that. And I love what Tito's done, and I'm about to back Pat in a terrible way because I think the Guardians are dangerous. But you've been around it and close to it for all these years. This is not Twins Yankees with the boogaboo, but the Rays have literally taken the Yankees down almost every turn, never intimidated. Doesn't matter who's on the team. We saw it in the shortened season, Brasso, Chapman, and all of that. Outside of a Donaldson walk-up this year, could have been, what, two and a half, I think it would have been cut down to at that point. Am I right to say that, hey, you know, Yankee players and fans should want whoever, but secretly they're rooting for Cleveland because they want nothing to do with Tampa? They'd never say it out loud, but I think you're absolutely right. They're, like I said, those divisional matchups in a playoff series are just tricky. Right, there's a reason that the Red Sox and Rays were the two teams that had the most the most success against Mariano Rivera because they saw him all the time, all the time, and experience against him. Uh, I, I don't think the Yankees want any part of the Rays in in a playoff series that Tropicana Field. They walk in there and there are just some heebie-jeebies going on because they know they've been there for too many moments yes. where the Rays have just come up with a win that they had no business winning. Um, I think they'd rather see Cleveland again. Not going to be an easy series either. But you figured the top two guys in their rotation uh, will not be able to pitch those first two games. So you're sort of catching, you know, your top of the rotation against their middle of the rotation. With Tampa Bay, it never seems to matter. Whoever they throw three openers out there and they'll figure out a way. Um, To me, the Yankees' biggest key, no matter who they play, there's one guy, Garrett Cole. He's got to be Garrett Cole. They're paying him $324 million to go out there in game one and take control of the series. And if he can't do that, as much as I love Nestor Cortez, and he can go out there and pitch a great game in game two. At Severino some point, was great. Right, at last some start. point, Garrett Cole has to go out there and be the man. And we haven't seen it yet, uh, you know, over the course of a series. Uh, we've seen him have a game or two where he's looked really good. He's got to go out there and set the tone against whoever they play and just put his foot on their throat and say, you're not getting up. One more, and then I want to get a World Series prediction out of you because I just talked about how stupid they are, so let's be stupid. Um, but I want to follow on the Yankees. How imperative is it for someone in that lineup? And it's hard not to look at Stanton and say, okay, is he healthy enough? Can he do it? Can he be the guy? Is it as easy as, hey, look, they can't. I'm with you on Garrett Cole, right? And they got to pitch well. Their bullpen's got to figure it out. And there's going to be mixing and matching with Booney and all of that. But can they do any real damage deep into October if Giancarlo Stanton doesn't help judge out offensively with some thump and have some big homers in this, this playoffs? Well, he, he had some good at-bats down the stretch. It seemed like he was finally figuring it out. He was terrible when he came back from the IL. Uh, last week or two, he started to, 
to, you know, sort of figure it out, hit some big home runs. I think he'll be fine. Remember, he had a monster series against the Red Sox last year. So October doesn't scare him. Um, between Stanton, Rizzo, Glaber Torres, uh, LeMay, who's back now, there's enough offense there that if a team, Cleveland, Tampa, whoever it may be, decides, okay, Aaron Judge isn't beating us. Somebody else is going to have to do it. There are enough candidates there. Josh Donaldson came up. He didn't have a good year, but came up with some really big hits at times. Another guy who not afraid of the spotlight. We remember him in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of thrives in that situation. So there are enough guys, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if a guy like Oswaldo Cabrera came up with a huge hit at some point because he just – I've never seen a guy since Robinson Cano early on in his career who plays with that infectious enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. You get that, that guy, swag to him too. He just loves to be out there, and he's like, this isn't – I'm not worried about this because I'm here, and it's awesome. And, and just got big smile. Reminds me kind of Alfonso Soriano, 2001. Yep, yep, uh, And, of course, Soriano would have been the hero of, of the 01 World Series, the home run to put them ahead in the eighth inning against Schilling, if not for the, the meltdown in the ninth. But uh, I think they have enough offense. To me, the starting pitching and, and that bullpen that you talked about, which, you know, I have no idea who's going to close. I have no idea who's going to be setting up. You know, they're without Mike King. They're without Chad Green. They're without Zach Britton. Uh, Clay Holmes has been a shell of himself in the second half. Or Rollins Chapman's been a disaster. I have no idea who it's going to be. Yeah, score up. a lot of runs, Mark. Need, they better score a lot of runs. Somebody to step up, or they're going to have to score a lot of runs. Yeah. And as we know in the playoffs, especially against pitching staffs like difficult. in Tampa, very difficult to go out there and put six, seven runs. Yeah, that's why I'm going Houston, and I'm going for my guy Dusty to do it this year because I think their depth of their pitching is just so intense. People don't understand the year that Valdez had because they were so far ahead of everybody else, and they think it's just Verlander, and it's not. And it's it's hard for me to go against them. I think Atlanta's getting there in the National League. The team I just watched, I mean, there, there is an it fact. Their lineup is so impossible to get through that they're going to just wear pitchers out in today's day and age. That's the way I see it. So I think you're looking at that matchup again. What do you got on the World Series? Who do you have? Dodgers? It sounds like you're not going against the Dodgers at I'm all. I'm not going you? against the Dodgers. I just can't. They're just so deep. They're just so good. And there's just so many weapons there that uh, the only thing to me that could trip the Dodgers up would be their bullpen. Uh, I think the rotation is fine. The lineup is insane. Bullpen's the only thing I think that could trip them up, and I don't think it will. Uh, so I have the Dodgers out of the National League. I agree with you on Houston out of the American League. I just think they're the best team. They've got home field, uh, and it would surprise me. Put it this way. Everything I just said to you about Garrett Cole, is there even an iota concern about Justin Verlander going Yo. out there Justin Verlander Or Valdez or, or any of their guys. But Justin Verlander that. in October. Oh, forget it. Like oh, forget it. animal. And Forget when you're it. a different animal than the guy who had a sub two ERA. Yeah, that's pretty good. Season, that's a good animal. That's pretty scary. So uh, I do like a Dodgers Houston 2017 rematch. No trash cans this time. I'm going Dodgers over the Astros in the World Series. Freddie sounds, Freeman, MVP. It sounds like that should be on pay-per-view. He can have the MVP. He didn't get the batting title. That went to a squirrel. Uh, Mark, appreciate you. Always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the postseason. You got it, buddy. Take care. All right. He's Mark Feinstein. Stay on the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern. All of our postseason shows will begin as game one of the postseason coming up here on Friday evening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.